Okay, Sue and I are joined at the Wearable Tech Show um, by uh, Mark Condell from Orstella Limited. Hi, Mark. Hello there. So um, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about what Orstella do. Uh, yeah, so uh, Ostella's got a bit of a strange uh, uh, background, uh, history. Um, so we, um, we started out as a, as a group of friends, really, uh, a few years ago. Um, uh, many of uh, the, the, the people, that, the, the developers, uh, came from a kind of military simulation, some from a AAA gaming background. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of saw this VR thing coming along. Um, you know, we backed uh, Palmer Lucky in you know, two, three years ago uh, when he was doing his Kickstarter campaign. Um, and when the DK1 landed on our desk, we thought, hey, you know, we should, we should do something with this, right? So, um, so is that like a bunch of boys who are down the pub and, and uh, <laughs> just chatting and all of a sudden you go, we've got to do this, we've got to do this? You know, pretty much, yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> there's no, no point in dressing it up any other way, yes. Um, so... You know, we came up with a very early prototype uh, of a game um, uh, that now is called uh, Radial G. Um, we, we actually went through a Kickstarter ourselves at that time, but you know, the reality was that the, uh, there were no headsets, there were no customers buying headsets, so of course we were never going to pass a... Oh, well, don't say that, we got, we, uh, we got £38,000 out of a £50,000 target, so it wasn't too bad. Um, but um, yeah, we, um, I mean, essentially that game, Radial G... Um, uh, got a lot of attention at the time uh, because the developers, as I say, are from a military simulation background, so they understand VR. Uh, they understand what it, uh, what's required uh, to code in a way that doesn't make you feel sick. And that, of course, is the big challenge with VR right now, simulation sickness, and reducing that and eradicating it. And um, so, you know, we got a lot of attention back then from the, from the big leaders, you know, the likes of Sony, Google, and Oculus. And, you know, we were very fortunate to receive um, some funding um, from those guys to, to develop, that, uh, uh, develop that title further. So, um, and at the same time, so, sorry. Sorry, just to interrupt. So, so explain to me, if you're coding and you're, you're doing stuff, how on earth can you design out, if you like, the, the sort of motion sickness thing? Because some of the virtual reality headsets I've had on, you know, they have made me a bit nauseous and I'm not like that. So, so how do you design that out? Um, it's a very good question. So the, there's the, the big uh, thing is about maintaining frame rate. Um, you, know, you need to hit a constant 60, um, ideally 90 frames per second. Um, you know, if you're playing a, a video game like, I don't know, um, actually I won't name any because if it comes across as me. But, you know, you, you're playing a standard kind of 2D video game and you, you're into a particularly busy environment or a, you know a big gunfight and you know you drop frames uh, and that's fine you know, in 2d that, that's fine you get a little bit of lag a little bit of latency and you don't really mind but in vr when you do that then you know you suffer yeah and your brain can detect that and that instantly flips your stomach i mean it's interesting i don't know if you know where the background of simulation sickness comes from it's it's actually a a hangover from our hunter-gatherer days. Um, it's a disconnect between your vertibular system, so the system in your body that, that uh, measures or, or orientates yourself and balances yourself, and your visual stimuli. Um, and back in hunter-gatherer days, if there was that disconnect, if you felt dizzy and your and your eyes were sorry, uh, you, you 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 were seeing something uh, different, and there was a disconnect there. It basically meant your body was poisoned you'd eaten a berry or something or mushroom that wasn't particularly uh, good to, uh, for you and so basically your body ejected that 
Um, and, and that's where some sickness is, is basically it's that same hangover uh, of you know your your eyes seeing something on the screen but your body feeling uh, a disconnect with the way that you're moving in that virtual world and and so yeah you, your body thinks that you're poisoned and wants to eject that poison um, and um, yeah uh, and so <laughs> Yeah, that's really interesting. So, is it is it um, just um, VR that you're involved in, or are you using AR and or mixed as well? Uh, we're doing um, AR as well, uh, more kind of in the corporate application. So, what I was going to say, the background, really, where Ostella has come from, is we're uh, almost a kind of spin-off of Tamika, which is our gaming company. Um, and you know, gamers. I'm a gamer. You know, we're very fickle people. And if we're investing in a game, you know, we want to know that the developers behind it are only doing our game, right? And that we're only working on making us happy. And so, um, you know, we've got this corporate spin-off that was created basically because there were very, very few AR and VR development studios globally that could, if you like, kind of achieve the same reduction in sim sickness so we were past a lot of clients um, from a lot of the hardware vendors to help create content for them so yeah our stellar is more on the, the corporate side rather than gaming um, and we're doing uh, quite, a, quite a few AR apps at the moment that are um, yeah, kind of bringing that kind of tr- uh, search to transactional capability together uh, like visual search and uh, it's, yeah it's quite um, are you a gamer uh, Dan, I have been known to play. Yes, yeah. I know I don't. Do you think that's a girl thing? I mean, I don't. I can't think of a, why you would sit and. I just, I just don't get it really. And I, I'm wondering if, if you know, we should have more women in the sort of AR VR world because because it, it does feel a bit boyish. <laughs> well, I mean. What do you think? I don't know. Well, I, I think it's interesting. There are a lot of um, uh, girl gamers, as I understand it. <laughs> what do they play then? I think they play the same, same sort of games. Yeah. Okay. But it does feel like sometimes that, that some of the sort of AR and VR games that are coming in are like, you know, Ghost Recon and things like that that are quite aimed at boys. Would you agree with that? <laughs> I knew you were going to throw that over to me. Uh, <laughs> Yes, uh, lots of blood and guts, and you know, shoot 'em ups. I guess are the biggest genre right now, which obviously plays into the very masculine uh, <laughs> way. Can't, can't we have a nurse one? Well, you know, you have the boy one, and then we have a nurse one where you run along and you, 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 you know, you, you fix everybody and make them better. A nurse one might be all right. No, not that sort of nurse one, Dan. But don't you think it's like a caring one where the girls can go and oh no, it's terrible. I'm being sexist actually in my own way, aren't I? Terrible. Move on. Reinforce gender. Stereotypes, yeah. Do yeah. <laughs> you know it is odd because because of the amount of marketing dollars involved in gaming now, actually all the most people see are the Call of Duties, the Grand Theft Autos, and they, of course, are very masculine uh, titles. However, if you, if you scratch under the surface and you look at the indie games that we're out, so we're an indie developer, uh, and you know we can't compete money-wise with, with their market, which all the development budgets for that matter, and so we're trying to look for unique game modes, um, and actually what you find is, like nursing you mentioned there, they're, they're, if you search on Steam, which is the largest um, kind of gaming distribution website for nursing simulators, I'm sure you'll find half a dozen there. Right? So there, there are, you know, uh, I mean, the, the, I guess the most kind of famous simulator game at the moment is Goat Simulator, where you're literally walking around controlling a goat and, um, you know, running into objects and blowing yourself up, and um, it's it's fantastic. And <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't put that in a masculine feminine box it just appeals to everyone so, so would um, 
sort of taking part in sort of farm simulator or goat simulator? Uh, I don't, it just all sounds completely wrong. I'm going to take us right off that subject. Um, and just a sort of final one. Where, where do you see all this going, Mark? I mean, a lot of people are talking about this sort of AR and VR. It's just it's a ridiculous sort of you know, separation because it's becoming more and more merged. Well, what's your view of the future and how, how do you think it's going to pan out? Uh, I think it'll be an interesting year um, this year and next year. Uh, I think... You know, the, the, the one company that hasn't yet shown their hand uh, is Apple. Um, and I think the, you know, the big speculation is that they're not going to go down the VR route, that they're going to go down the AR route and they'll be producing AR glasses. Um, you know, Microsoft, of course, have got the HoloLens. Um, and whilst it's very much a developer kit right now, um, you know, I, think that will, um, I think that will come along over the next year or two and be much more of a consumer uh, product. Uh, and so, you, yeah, you've got these two separate tracks, and I think actually they will merge into what's called mixed reality over the next three, four, five years. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, the, I guess the best example of how this has been successful today is The Void, um, which is a, a company in the U.S. that have created a, uh, a kind of physical environment uh, that's mapped into a virtual game, and you're running around basically a... Uh, an empty stage but yet in your headset you're seeing aliens chasing you and uh, it's it's just phenomenal um, and you know they've developed their own headset it's called Rapture uh, 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 Rapture headset and um, you know I think uh, you know I think that's that's definitely the future um, you know you've got some there's some interesting technology coming along from Google that's already out actually uh, called Tango uh, Lenovo are going to be the first uh, phone manufacturer to look. In fact, they've already launched, I think. It's the Fab uh, 2 Pro um, phone, which is Tango-enabled. And so what Tango is, is um, you will have basically two IR sensors, or camera sensors on the back of your phone, and, and that will map a physical environment and, and enable you to transpose that, that, that real environment into something much more exciting right and so you know it, it's coming it, it's very basic right now but it but it's coming and you know the rate of acceleration of technology as we all know is, is phenomenal so. that's absolutely fantastic um so um, mark where can people find out a bit more about ostella uh we can you can go to our website which is just ostella.com fantastic thank you very much thank you, thank you very much